At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a Silver Linings edition. Hornets dropped their fifth straight game, falling by a final of 130-118 to against the visiting Boston Celtics, who improved to 34-12. and They've won all three of the head-to-head meetings with the Hornets so far this season. And in addition to that, continue to hold the number one record, not just in the Eastern Conference, but the NBA. That said, it was a really strong game for both sides. Lots to highlight on. Hornets made it close, made it a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. Just not quite able to get over the hump against a very good, obviously, Celtics team. We'll break down the game, talk about our silver linings. And we also want to talk about the third annual Hornets Innovation Summit presented by Bank of America, Hornets Vice President of Social Corporate Responsibility, and the Executive Director of the Charlotte Hornets Foundation, Betsy Macrinke, will be our guest later on here on the HHC. But first, helping me break down yesterday's game, Rob Longo, my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast. Rob, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, the Hornets fall 130-118. to 118. I've got my top-line takeaways, but what are your thoughts after yesterday's result? Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum. I think that's basically everybody's top-line. I mean, the guy goes for 51 points, hard to stop that, and 18 of them, of course, coming in the fourth quarter. He's the fourth player to have 50 or more on MLK Day. I mean, I'm kind of glad in a sense that he finished with 51 and not 53 to surpass Kemba Walker's 52 that he had back on 2016 in, in Charlotte. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the Hornets were missing Cody Martin yesterday. You obviously want to have your full deck of cards when you're playing, so that hurt, especially defensively. They could have rotated him in there and had that matchup with Jason Tatum give a little bit more size than having Dennis Smith Jr. on him, and DSJ did about all he could, but, you know, Jason Tatum's just too much to handle for anybody, really, especially in the association. He's an MVP candidate for a reason, but, you know, the Hornets did not shoot the ball very well in that first quarter. They only shot it 
at about a 29% clip. They trailed by 13. You know, they won the second. They were able to chip away. They won the third very convincingly. For the most part, they finished the third quarter on a 10-0 run in the final three minutes and change, and they only trailed by six going into the fourth quarter. LaMelo Ball had a three that made it a one-possession game at one point, but, you know, Jason Tatum just ended up taking over the game there in the fourth frame, and that was it. I mean, 18 of his 51 there in the fourth quarter, and that was about it for the Hornets. So, I mean, it would have been extremely difficult to overcome anybody that drops 51 points. We've seen that so many times throughout the entire association this year with guys having 40, 50, 60, even Donovan Mitchell going for 72 as well. So it's one of those things that's just really frustrating but it felt like that one bad shooting in the first quarter, at least for the most part, was part of the downfall and just a little bit too much of a hole for the Hornets to climb out of. Yeah, pretty good breakdown there, I'd say, of, uh, of yesterday's result, 130 to 118, to borrow the uh, full deck of cards analogy. If we're looking at the Celtics, or you know, if the Hornets were not playing with their full deck of cards, no Cody Martin, no Kelly Oubre, no Gordon Hayward, the Celtics were basically playing with the deck with no Kings in it because no Jalen Brown available to them. And the Hornets the entire season have been playing uh, with a deck that has no diamonds in it, I guess. Or so, you know, missing a suit uh, because the Hornets have never been whole at any point this season. Still, they uh, continue to be competitive and put forth an entertaining effort. Look, looking back at last game compared to the one prior, both obviously against Boston, both ended up being double-digit deficits, but Charlotte did what I wanted them to do in terms of making the adjustments game one to game two. My, my big goal, I said in my stat to watch, was field goal attempts. I wanted to see Charlotte attempt at least as many, if not more, field goal attempts as the Boston Celtics. Not only did they do that, they shot 90 attempts from the floor compared to 87 for Boston, but Charlotte also had more free throw attempts than the Celtics did. Celtics went 24 from 25, an enormous day at the line, led by Jason Tatum's 14 for 14. Hornets were 23 of 30. Not bad, but certainly not as good as the Celtics, who are one of the best free throw shooting teams in the NBA, but the opportunities were there. Charlotte also shot a good percentage from the floor, 45% from the field, 41% from three. Uh, Both of those numbers are right in line or a little bit ahead of their normal over the course of the season averages. There was a small edge to Boston in terms of second chance points, but the Hornets more than made up for it in terms of points off turnovers. Hornets only committed five of their own, and they were a plus ten in terms of points off turnovers. The game came down to what you said. A star took over. Jason Tatum had an insane day, 51 points, 7 for 12 from 3, 14 for 14 from the free throw line, 8 of 11 from inside the three-point arc. He took over and does what stars tend to do, and that is they are capable of winning games for their team. And there's nights where LaMelo Ball can and will do that for Charlotte. We've seen Terry Rozier do it in the past, but that game belonged to Boston's Jason Tatum, and sometimes you just have to tip your cap, and he wasn't just overcoming a bad day from the rest of his team. The rest of his team played well. They shot 41.9% from three. The reason I know that off the top of my head at 13 for 31 is it's the exact same percentage the Hornets shot collectively. So they played well. Jason T- the Hornets played well too. Jason Tatum was just a little bit better. After the game, Jalen McDaniels, who had the leading number for the Hornets, a career-high 26, had this to say about what the team needs to do to take yesterday's effort, a positive one, and their execution of the game plan, positive one again, and turn it into wins. I feel like we just got to stick with it. Uh, yeah, that's all I can really say, just stick with it. Like Honestly, just be positive, stick with it. 
I mean, just hopefully it's going to turn. We can't just hope it's going to turn. we got to make it turn. You feel me? So that's what I feel like we got to do. Go take it. Rob, I don't expect every fan, or really any fan, to pay as close attention to a single team as we do covering the squad. But I think those fans who watch game in, game out, can identify that there is effort, there is growth, uh, there is perseverance that is being displayed on a daily and nightly basis by this team. And... If you're only looking at results, I get it. The Hornets are 11-34. and 34. That's not where anyone expected them to be. And if you choose to ignore the injuries, it's your world. Feel free to do that. I think they have a lot to do with the Hornets' fate so far this season and could have a lot to do with the team eventually turning things around. But the team's spirit, their effort, I don't think anyone can deny. They've come with their A effort game in, game out. And just execution-wise, sometimes it doesn't go for them. They're a young team at their core. Sometimes they make mistakes. But... Even in games like this one, where they do a lot right and played a really good basketball game, they run into a buzzsaw on Jason Tatum, and when stars go for 50 or 50 or more, it can be very hard to beat them. And when you look at just this two-game sample size, when you want to talk about development or growth or whatever analogy you want to use for this team to take a step forward, I mean, just take a look at what they were able to do from Saturday to Monday. And Coach Clifford talked about it before the game about how these two-game series, quote-unquote, where you're playing the same team back-to-back, cuts down on the workload a little bit from his standpoint because there's not a whole lot to worry about other than just looking at the film from the previous game. But at the end of the day, too, keep in mind that the Hornets did a pretty good job for the most part not fouling on Saturday's game. They had their lowest amount of fouls called against them throughout the course of the season so far. But then if you heard Coach Clifford in his pregame comments from yesterday, he said, well, it was also our lowest deflections game as well. And he's really big into the analytics. So he said that maybe they weren't close enough to guard them or foul them in that regard. But then you take a look at yesterday. The Hornets only turned the ball over five times yesterday. It resulted in eight Boston points, but a team that takes care of the basketball really good in the Boston Celtics, Hornets were able to turn them over 12 times and convert it into 18 points. It was just maybe those second chance points that were a little bit too high there. And again, when Boston's throwing up 43 three-pointers and they're missing 23 of those and they're getting those long rebounds, they're going to get a couple of extra offensive possessions and that just seemed to be the way that the ball bounced yesterday. There were a couple times there were third and fourth chance opportunities there for the Celtics, unfortunately. But at the end of the day, too, I mean, just the growth that this team has been able to go. They fixed their mistakes from Saturday, playing against a team like Boston, who, of course, has the best record in the association top team in the Eastern Conference and they're able to kind of minimize the damage a little bit in regard to self-inflicted errors here yesterday against the Celtics. Again, I hate to harp on it, but it was a guy that had to go for 51 that was able to push the Celtics across the finish line. Yeah, he, he, he was special. And look, if you're just looking on average, Hornets have the second worst offensive rating in the NBA. The Boston Celtics have the second best. And yet yesterday, I thought Charlotte played him even or better for most for, for heavy portions of the game. Uh, the second quarter, for sure. The third quarter, absolutely. First half of the fourth quarter, uh, it's just Jason Tatum. In the first quarter, he had a hot one. At the end of the fourth quarter, he really turned it on. He goes for 50. And that's the game. Hornets have some highlight-worthy performances as well. Jalen McDaniels, a career-high 26. Mason Plumley, yet another double-double with 19 points and 12 rebounds. That's now 17 on the season. And LaMelo Ball went for 25 points in yesterday's contest as well. We will select our Silver Linings picks when we return here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. The Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets fall to the Boston Celtics. Final score, 130-118. to 118. We're about to make our silver lining selections, but do want to invite you to stick around. Uh, if you've seen the Hornets Innovation Summit over the previous two seasons, it, it's a really great program presented by Bank of America, giving opportunities to minority-owned businesses and entrepreneurs in the greater Charlotte area to be heard, to have their message and have their platform and business amplified via Hornet social media. And we're going to have Betsy Mack-Rinke, Vice President of Social Corporate Responsibility and the Executive Director of the Charlotte Hornets Foundation on to talk about year three of the Hornets Innovation Summit. Right now, though, it's time to select our Silver Linings players. Rob Longo. Who have you got your eye on after yesterday's loss to the Celtics? I got to go with the guy that had a career day, and that is Jalen McDaniels. Now the Celtics turn it over. Dennis Smith Jr., the steal on a poor pass. P.J. Washington to the far corner. Terry Rozier up to McDaniels. He'll take another three. Rips it again. Jalen McDaniels, 16 points. He's knocked down four three balls here so far in this one. That is tied for a career high, which he set back in November against Boston. How about that? He must really enjoy playing the Celtics for whatever reason. He goes for a career-high 26 yesterday afternoon, 5-7 of seven from beyond the arc. That is also a career-high for made three-pointers, 9-15 of 15 from the field in general. And he was the reason why I think the Hornets were in this game in the first half. I mean, he had 18 points at halftime. 13 of those came in the second frame as well. The Hornets won that second quarter 33-31 to 31 for what it's worth. And then, again, just at one point, 5-6 from beyond the arc. I thought Jalen McDaniels was just doing such a great job with no Cody Martin being in the lineup. Of course, Gordon Hayward still out with that hamstring injury he was able to take the lion's share of those minutes at the three and he was able to convert on him he's been able to have more opportunities shooting the basketball and he hasn't been letting anybody down because i mean you'll take nine to 15 or at least i will take nine to 15 basically every night of the week if you're able to drop 26 points like that so the fact that the horns had two players north of 20 lamella ball had 25 as well i don't want to say that it felt like a wasted effort from Jalen mcdaniels standpoint but again he had 26 that's a career high that's a step in the right direction it certainly is i thought he had a brilliant brilliant game uh, he's he's played exceptional basketball here for the hornets over this stretch he's had one game basically since gordon haywards went down and even for a couple weeks preceding that where he was just the one game where he was south of 
10 points. He's been easily double figures for most of the season, career year in points, rebounds, assists per game, free throw percentage, three-point percentage is solid. But this game was special to me for him because unlike his previous career high, 24 points against Boston, that game came where Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, and LaMelo Ball weren't on the floor. More shots were spread around, and it didn't matter if he was hot or not. He had a good shooting game in that game. I don't want to lead you to believe he didn't. But it came under different context from what you would think would be a normal Hornets game. This game, Charlotte did have LaMelo Ball, who was on. They did have Terry Rozier, who took 17 shots and didn't make as many as he typically does, but he was certainly a focal point for the Boston defense. And so Jalen McDaniel's role ends up being what you want it to be. You want him to be a floor spreader. You want him to be the Hornets equivalent of a Derek White on the other side, or at times a Malcolm Brogdon, or a Grant Williams, or a Peyton Pritchard, or a Sam Hauser. These guys who are really, really good basketball players, but Their job is to spread the floor and give Jason Tatum room to operate. And if your defender doubles on Tatum, then you're supposed to be open and knock down the shot. And if you get the one-on-one matchup because you're playing so well and Tatum gets an easier draw with fewer defenders in front of him, that's better for your team too. So as we project this into the future, not saying we should expect Jalen McDaniels to score 24, 25, 26 a night, but his shooting ability, his decision-making has been sound all year. And I actually asked for it a few games ago. Like, what would happen if his shots increased from 7 or 8 to 12 to 15? We, we just got a good glimpse of it with 26 points. That's what you want to see when a guy like P.J. Washington or Gordon Hayward or Jalen McDaniels gets these kinds of opportunities. Kelly Oubre, another guy who would fall into that bucket. Here's what Jalen McDaniels had to say after his career day at Spectrum Center on Monday. I was just letting the game come to me, honestly. Uh, the ball was fine to me. Just had open shots. I made them today, made most of them today, so... That's the difference, I feel like. Just hit a few more shots, got to the line. I think he's oversimplifying it, but in terms of made a few more shots, I think that's the right context in that he took a few more shots than he normally does. But credit his teammates for finding him, credit him for being ready. Great, great performance. He's maybe the one guy for Charlotte that is going to be missing Boston because clearly that's a good matchup for him. He's scored like 60 points uh, in three games, so about a 20-point-per-game average, including his two best games of his career. What more can you say? I mean, I think the biggest thing for me, too, was the shot selection. He wasn't trying to force anything like he said. He did kind of say how the game was coming to him a little bit, but the biggest thing was just making sure that he was taking smart shots. I mean, I know there's sometimes where if you see a couple fall down, then maybe you're forcing a few, but there was one instance where I thought Jalen had a pretty good look at a three, and he passed up on it, and he ended up driving, and I think he kicked it to Terry Rozier or something like that, and he was able to find the open man. So he wasn't so tunnel vision that he was saying, I'm locked in, I'm the guy today, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to have a career day, even though he did, it wasn't like he was fixated on that. So I thought that was really good from Jalen. And here's what head coach Steve Clifford talked about after the game yesterday about Jalen McDaniels and his recent play as well. I also think, you know, and he's a good example, he's performing well, you know, and he's also, he's detailed and he's focused on individual defense. When you talk to him, his pick and roll defense. So those are the things that give him a chance to be you know, a good, well-rounded player. Sometimes your best offense starts with defense, so certainly makes sense to me. And I know he had a big assignment trying to guard Jason Tatum, which, again, if you can guard Jason Tatum in this association, especially this year, good luck and God bless you because he's just on another level. So Jalen did all he could there defensively, but the offense was the reason why, again, I think this team was in it for the long haul for the most part last night. Great game for Jalen McDaniels. Excellent performance, 26 points, a career high. Can't argue with it. I- I'm inclined to get 
give LaMelo Ball my silver lining. Not his most efficient game, but he goes for 25 points. He ties P.J. Washington for ninth in franchise history in terms of career-made threes. He got to 398 with yesterday's five made threes, matched Jalen McDaniels for the team-high game-high went to Jason Tatum. But I'm going to give my uh, tip of the cap to Mason Plumley. McDaniels. Penetrates, leaves it for Plumley. Plumley rises up with the right hand, got butt, finish, and the foul. Mason Plumley score the bucket. Chance to make it a 10-point game again. He can convert the three-point play. He did. Mason Plumley finishes with 19 points and 12 rebounds. It is career double-double number 104, 17th of the season. Also marks 16 consecutive games for Mason Plumley with 10 or more points and or rebounds. Over that stretch, he's averaging roughly 15 points and 10 rebounds per game, all while shooting almost 75% from the floor and over 60% from the free throw line. There was a longer conversation that head coach Steve Clifford had with the media after yesterday's game, talking about you know when you bring in young guys, and I think a lot of the, the focus from the media is on players like Mark Williams and Nick Richards as well, who are young bigs who are deserving of minutes, quite frankly, with what they've been able to put forth out there, and we'll probably let you hear from Coach Clifford tomorrow on this topic, but you know he basically said you have to earn minutes. He said several times throughout the season, uh, you can't lie to NBA players. And not that Mark Williams and Nick Richards haven't earned more minutes. He, he essentially, Coach Clifford essentially said after the game, they have and they need to play more. And we're rotating them because we want to give each of them their due because they are playing so well and they are doing the right things. But no one can question what Mason Plumley has done to this point in the season. He's top 15 in rebounds per game. He's top three in field goal percentage. He's scoring at a career level. He is doing some special things out there on the floor and giving this team an opportunity to win games. So Mason Plumley, my pick for silver linings from yesterday's result. Coming up next, we got one segment to go and we want to tell you all about the third annual Hornets Innovation Summit. It's presented by Bank of America and the details are coming up next with Betsy Macrinke, Vice President of Social Corporate Responsibility, as well as the Executive Director of the Charlotte Hornets Foundation. We'll talk to her next here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
Welcome back here to the Hornets Hivecast, and we'd like to welcome a special guest with us today, Betsy MacRinky, Vice President of Social Corporate Responsibility and the Executive Director of the Charlotte Hornets Foundation, here to talk to us today about the third annual Innovation Summit. Betsy, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. As part of the Hornets organization, Social Justice Platform, there's a continued focus on economic mobility and seeking ways to build others up, particularly here within our Charlotte community. We've seen a lot of success through the Innovation Summit over the last couple of years, and now year three, I'm sure bigger and better than ever. Absolutely. So we're adding in some new elements that we're really excited about, one of which is one-on-one mentorship. We're still doing the 15000 for the winner who ends up winning the Innovation Summit. And then just looking across the board, everyone will, again, who enters, get Lonely Entrepreneur Toolkit, opportunities to really learn more about how to advance their program, their initiative, which is really what this is all about, which is helping to promote and encourage and really help the success of our minority entrepreneurs. In terms of who you're looking to recruit into the process, a lot of things staying the same year after year, but in terms of the breadth of different businesses and different ideas that you're looking to recruit, we can just look at the winners from the last two years and see that some of it is very conceptual, some of it is very much product-based, but whoever it is, it's about trying to accelerate some of these local minority-owned businesses. Yeah. So last year, our winner was iTrabajo, and what their whole business is about is a job recruitment for Spanish-speaking individuals. And so after they won the Innovation Summit, obviously, like I said, they won the $15,000 prize, but they also saw incredible results, which is really what this program is really hoping to do throughout all of the process. And so they saw a 41% increase in overall marketing aspects, and then they did see about a dozen new partners as well. So looking overall at the results and success, we were really excited that they reported those numbers back to us. Again, the purpose of the Innovation Summit is to highlight and continue to push forward local minority-owned and operated businesses and get them more attention. And if you'd like to apply, you can go to hornets.com slash innovation dash summit for complete competition information. As you mentioned, one of the biggest things, obviously the, the financial resources being given to the winner is huge, but the biggest thing is the attention, and that can go to anyone involved really at any point of the process. It almost feels to me now, having seen it for the last couple of years, kind of like when you see a, a singing competition or one of these competition right. shows, The Voice, yeah. where the judges might pick a winner. America, 10 years later, might think back and say, actually, we didn't like that one as much. We like the person who finished second or third, but everyone gets the attention from being on the show. And similarly here, everyone who's involved in the process gets some attention as a byproduct of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so we have a great panel of judges that really all come together to help go through the winners and really have all of the winner presentations that we you know, look through really intensely. And then this could not be done without our great partner at Bank of America. Really love their involvement. Some of these new ideas and concepts really came from them as a leader in not only Charlotte, but looking nationally as well. So we're so lucky to have them as a part of this program and really presenting it overall. The timeline on this application is live right now. Again, go to hornets.com slash innovation dash summit for all of the competition information. The application period closes February 6th, and then fan voting is going to begin February 13th through the 20th, with the winner being announced at the end of March. Absolutely. So 
keep going to our website. Again, that's hornets.com slash innovation dash summit, because not only is that where you can apply, that's where you can go to your fan voting. And then that's where you can catch up on the final rounds and who's kind of going on. And then our presentation as well. So the final program, we would love to have people a part of that and attend that also. Betsy McRinky, Vice President of Social Corporate Responsibility and Executive Director of the Charlotte Hornets Foundation. Thank you so much for all the work you do. Thank you on behalf of myself and Rob Longo for letting us be a part of it. Talk to the winners and and get to continue to be a part of all of the great projects you work on and looking forward to seeing who wins the third annual Innovation Summit. Yes, appreciate the support. Betsy McRinky, our guest today, highlighting the third annual Hornets Innovation Summit presented by Bank of America. Please go to hornets.com slash innovation dash summit for more information. Thanks again to Betsy. Thanks to Rob Longo. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in today. Tomorrow will be a game day edition of the HHC. We will be previewing the Hornets beginner to a four-game road trip heading west to take on the Houston Rockets. Rod Boone, the beat writer covering the Hornets from the Charlotte Observer, will be our guest once again on the HHC. Till then, for everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.